It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We got a good one for you. We're going to go over... Uh, the music of the Country Bear Jamboree, which uh, Jeremy from Spectra will be joining us here in just a sec to talk about all that stuff, which I really miss in Disneyland, even though I never saw it in Disneyland. Maybe I did when I was a little guy, but we saw it in Disney World when Tara and I went on our honeymoon a couple years ago, and it was cool. Super rad, just the kind of classic ride that mm-hmm. Disneyland needs to kind of keep around or whatever, but instead we have Winnie the Pooh. Which, you know, I can't blame anybody because they, you know, pro- attendance is probably super low for years. And they're probably like, eh, let's just I kill mean, it. Yeah, even when we were in there, I think there was, there was maybe like eight one people. other person. Yeah, no, there was like eight people in there. And they were all like, It's a big <sighs> place, too. I, I don't yeah. really understand what it is. Is it a ride? Is it a It's a show. show? It, okay, it's like, room? you know when you go to Chuck E. Cheese? Yes. And you can put a quarter in and you can see the Chuck E. Cheese in his band, like, kind of all oh, weird gosh, out. Yes. It's kind of like it's that. It's actually just like that. But... But Disney-fied, right? So there's a whole... It's a show. It's almost like that and the Golden Horseshoe Review kind of tied together. So instead of being a big rat, it's a big mouth. A uh, bear. Oh. Country bear, yeah. Oh, it's a bear. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> either way. Sounds I don't like great. it. Yeah. yeah it's way. a good time. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It's really cute. I liked it. Um, you know, but whatever. So Jeremy's going to talk about that, and then Taryn and I are going to recap our trip, which I know sounds really boring, but it's kind of not because we brought Alice, of course, on our trip, um, just purely to investigate what it feels like to bring a kid. That's the only reason we go to Disneyland anymore, is right. for this show. <laughs> That's true. Um, but that was really interesting. I learned a lot about myself personally, uh, but hopefully we can uh, talk to you guys a little bit. It, maybe you're expecting a child, or you're going to go with somebody, or you can offer some moral support, because let's be honest, you're going to Disneyland with a baby, you need moral support. That was that was a very difficult trip for me, mentally. But uh, it was really cool as well. So we're going to go through you know that and what we thought was cool, what we thought wasn't cool. And if you don't have a kid, number one, a kid, you know, like like I used to be, um, <clears throat> maybe we can offer you a little bit of insight on what it is like for parents who are pushing strollers around <laughs> uh, because oh that is it is honestly a different. It's a different vibe. You attack the park in a totally different way. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so anyway, we're going to talk about that. Maybe some Disney news. Um, you know, and that's kind of it. Good. It'll be a good time. Uh, before we get too far afield, though, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Feedback on the show goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast. Dot com. You can send any show suggestions to Terrence at earsuppodcast.com. You can say hi. Hi. To ben. <laughs> you got me mid-yawn. Wow. Gee, Merry Christmas. I'm sorry that I <laughs> caught you mid-yawn. I apologize. Uh, Bev at earsuppodcast.com. Anything else comes to Jason at earsuppodcast.com. What's up, Taryn? Oh, You're I was just waving gonna, your hand. I was just going like to say, also, uh, Terrence is not here today. <laughs> yes. Terrence is not here like today. We should, we should tell people that. That he's not just being silent. Right. That's correct. Uh, I'd, uh, yeah. So Terrence is not here. Yeah. There you go. What do you guys think of that? Call me. We'll talk about it. Boo. Uh, you can support Ears Up going to getcoveyears.com and buy some cove ears, man. Let's go with the cove ears purchases. We actually, we had a couple go out last week. 
Which is kind of cool. I really mm-hmm. appreciated that. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash years up. Become a Patreon supporter of our show. You uh, help this show stay on the air, which is ultimately very important in, in human history. Um, <laughs> not only for my personal timeline, but yours as well. Um, but you get some cool stuff. Uh, at the $5 level, you get, which also there's a $2 level. So if you don't want anything or five bucks is too much, it's a buck a show. So two bucks a month, you know, and uh, you help keep the show on the air. But if you want something else, we do the secret show at $5 uh, and up. And um, we're going to record that sometime next week or the week after, I would guess. And, uh, you know, we give you a drink recipe and 20 to 50 minutes of news and swears. So <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun. And, uh, you know. What are you going to do about it? Uh, tell your friends about us, please. Grab their, fo- uh, grab their phones. Jump on the forums. Um, subscribe to us. Do a whole bunch of stuff for us. Um, I also want to keep in mind, I want you guys to keep in mind and remember and know and learn about, uh, we have a few blogs on the website right now from Heather, who is our food correspondent. And I just published one. What is today? The 20th? Yes. yes, it is. <laughs> Look at that. I just published one today because time is irrelevant to me right now um, called Cauliflower. It's what's, what's for lunch at Disneyland. And apparently oh, I love cauliflower. You can... <laughs> so random, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, there are a couple foods that have cauliflower as the base. Like at Rancho Del Zacalo in Disneyland, they have uh, cauliflower tacos. Really? So if you're like, you know, I guess doing like a vegetarian kind of a thing. Huh. <clears throat> cauliflower tacos. Yeah, I, th- I think I've seen that that recipe before online. Like they, hmm. they treat the, the cauliflower as though it's chicken. Interesting. Okay. All right. Huh. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. So Heather says uh, those are actually good stuff. There's an Enchanted Crispy Samosa sandwich at, uh, where is it? What's a samosa? Too. I don't know. The Red Rose Tavern? I don't know where Red that is. Rose, I think that's in Fantasyland. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, and then, um, yeah, oh, no, that's the same thing. So, I don't know, check it out if you're into cauliflower or if you just want to try new stuff. And that's kind of what I appreciate yeah. about it. I mean, number one, you have you know people who don't eat meat for some reason all the time. I don't understand. And now they have options. And number two, they sound actually really good. Yeah. Which is something Cauliflower that... Cauliflower tacos sounds pretty good. It does, right? And and that's something people poo-poo about Disneyland all the time, if I can say poo-poo on the air, um, <laughs> is that they don't have good food. We've always like yeah, heard and that and that's, that's like crazy. a reason for people not to go to Disneyland. And I don't understand that. No, the they're going to rad. the wrong places, if that's yeah. the case, honestly. And then I pushed up one last week... Um, about getting a dining package to view the Disneyland Parade. So you get oh. Heather's take on that. And then one that in, uh, impacted our trip on the second is when I pub- published this. It was uh, the mobile food ordering thing. Yes. So the Disneyland app now allows you to order food ahead and you pick it up. Mm-hmm. And so I did that based on her blog and it was actually really cool we actually did it on saturday as we were leaving the park i'm like i'm really hungry but the line for the jolly holly bakery was so friggin long i wish i would have read that blog before my trip i didn't read it and i wanted we wanted to go to flo's v8 so bad and the line was like 28 people deep oh. i'm not even exaggerating yeah like it was doing the switchback thing no i was no, like oh no we're not going here yeah, but had I known, yeah, yeah, and it's it's cool because you you basically just choose a twenty minute window of time 
that you're going to be in the area at the restaurant. So you know, I would have been in line longer than 20 minutes. Yeah, well, exactly. Well, but you don't wait 20 minutes. So what you do is you go like 9:20 to 9:40, right? You go to the window and you get in the app and you go, "Beep, I'm here," and then that places the order for you, and then they make your food. So essentially, you're cutting in line. <laughs> it's like a fast pass, but for food. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was it's great. It was totally rad. So anyway, if you guys want to check that stuff out, go on our blog. Uh, we are definitely working really hard to bring you extra content. Uh, which, you know, goes back to the Patreon. If you want to support this kind of content, and Heather's great. She's a great writer, has some good photos on there, gives prices for stuff. Which is super cool, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's also good because I like to to look back, too, when they raise prices and go, huh. (laughs) It should be real mad. I usually only do that at Carthay. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. We'll talk about that. All right. Um, Taryn, you want to do some feedback here real fast? Yeah. Actually, would you mind doing it for me? No, not at all. Is this you just the, <laughs> There's the, just the one. Just, just the one? Okay. Yeah. This is from Rebecca, and uh, she says, Hey, Taryn and the Ears Up crew. Hi, Bev. Hi. I just finished the episode about the Disney College program with Brittany, of course, and wanted to offer some of my comments about my DCP experience at Disney World. There are two types of internships available over at Disney World. The Disney College program, which is intended for undergrads and recent grads, and the Disney Professional Internship program which is intended for junior, seniors, and recent grads wishing to get more hands-on experience in their field. Most participants work through the college program, and only a handful of professional interns are offered. As a former Disney World participant, I'm considering doing a professional internship in fire protection, wow, or a Disneyland program as an attractions hostess with the intent to shadow Disneyland's fire department on my days off. Wow. Rebecca wants to be a fire person. That's cool. That's That's awesome. Disneyland fireman. I think it doesn't say, like, protecting the magic, I think, on their crest or something like that. Probably. Uh, To qualify for the Disney College program, participants need to be at least 18, currently enrolled in an accredited college, or have recently graduated within six months of the beginning of the program. Um, Most candidates, she says, are between 18 and 23, but she had a friend who was a 31-year-old Navy vet enter the program so that's cool mm-hmm. <clears throat> participants can expect to work 35 to 40 hours a week during regular season and more during peak of course academic classes seminars networking events are also offered so that's cool there are five apartment complexes in orlando four are reserved for dcp participants and only one is for the professional internship that's neat one of them has a reputation for throwing the best parties though i personally <laughs> was not a party person and then she says, secret show translation, the beer was uh, not very cool. Yeah. Uh, I also want to take a moment to appreciate how adorable Alice is. Oh, thank you. And how Aww. cute she looks at her first trip to Disneyland. It may sound odd, but the podcast has been incredibly helpful in navigating being a, quote, grown-up <laughs> and my love for Disney. Hearing about Jason and Taryn's adventure to the park as newlyweds was incredibly helpful when I first started listening. Thanks for the bar recommendations, guys. And it's been an absolute pleasure to hear their perspective as new parents. Other podcasts about Disneyland don't really offer that same kind of perspective. And many times I find that they forget altogether how magical those experiences can be. Thanks for being a great team, and happy holidays, Rebecca. That's nice. Oh, yeah, thank you very much. Those are very kind words. It was nice to get uh, a different perspective of the, uh, and not even a different perspective, but just the other side of the college program. Like We heard a lot about the Disneyland side, but we yeah. didn't really know much about the Disney World, yeah. so that's cool. Yeah, and I mean, it makes sense. Uh, and I think that's what Brittany was talking about. Their their program at Disney World is larger because yeah. they, the, they have the room, right? They, yep, <laughs> they certainly do. I would just uh, want to help people on Spaceship Earth if I did the Disney World program at Epcot. 
Because <laughs> that was my favorite. Yeah. Actually, can I, I wonder if at a Disney College program, if you can just be a bartender. Not like the Rose and Crown or whatever, like the oh, tequila that bar would be or so whatever. so fun. <laughs> I never even thought about that. Probably like, not. Probably not. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, also, you have to be, worst thing you have to be no. British to work at the Rose and Crown. No, you... Yes, you do. No, you don't. Yes, you do. At you Epcot, dummy. Did, don't you remember seeing, like, everybody that worked in those lands... <laughs> yes, everybody that worked at the restaurants in those lands were from those countries. Like the, They had some people, but not everybody who worked there. <laughs> Get Jeremy on the line. Ask just Jeremy. Just have to... That's his park. Practice the uh, your your fake accent. <laughs> Oi, mate! <laughs> no. <laughs> Oi, would you like a Guinness? Let me pour that for you, Gov. Gov, what Oi. In the hell are you? Oi. Stop it! <laughs> You're broken. There a footy match on today or what, bro? <laughs> what? <laughs> Knock it on the head. <laughs> we'll change that cake. Knock it on the head. Jeremy, are you there, my lovely svelte friend? Your Dick Van Dyke impression is unmatched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, hey, I'd like to see him come and try that, all right? <laughs> How you doing, dude? I'm pretty good. I huh? think... I have two things to say. <laughs> you think you Can't do? Wait. I think I have two things to say. Oh man, it's like talking to Tyrone. Uh, I th- my understanding is that um, at the Rose and Crown, if you are behind the bar, yes, you are British. <laughs> if you are, but if you're in the back and you're waiting, like if you're just waiting tables, I think there's a broader hmm. mix of people. But I think if you're facing customers in the bar, you are British. Jeremy, you're going to have to go there and find out for us. Yeah, I don't think you know what you're talking about. I'm just going to say that right now. Let me tell you something, Petros. I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, find out. <laughs> and then and then ask the bartenders. Be like, so, I heard that if you're behind the bar. Oh, you mean Carl or Gavin? Which bartender did you want me to ask? <laughs> um, oh, that was great. <laughs> know, yeah, Those are their names. Okay. Well. There you go. Um, Gavin is for and sure also, British. Yes, I definitely. had cauliflower tots for dinner tonight. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> this show is like tailor-made for you. How dude. very trendy of you. Were they good? <laughs> Jeremy's, they were. Jeremy's on trend. <laughs> I'm on trend. They were fantastic. Good. Awesome. Did you make them yourself or did you buy them? Well, they were like in a bag frozen like a tater tot would oh. be. But then, you know, I, I did bake them on a sheet. Nice. Good for you. So he, it cooked, wasn't so he cooked them. Yeah. I did bake them on a sheet. You didn't have. You don't have an air fryer, dude, for your cauliflower tots. <laughs> no, what's I don't wrong with air fryer? In my house, that's cooking, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's making cereal. Well, yeah. Well, it's funny because every time exactly. Bev has cereal for dinner, she just screams "A la cuisine" and then digs in. <laughs> that's kind of what she does. Pretty much. Oh, jeez. Uh, all right, Jeremy, uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? Uh, we are talking about the music of the country bear jamboree. Yes. Often confused with the country mouse jamboree, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Roasted. <laughs> so, back in the 1960s, Walt Disney was not only feverishly working on his experimental prototype community of tomorrow in central Florida, but he was also working on another themed destination right in California. Do you guys know what that was? What was the year? This is the, the 1960s. Mid. 
Another uh, themed destination? In, no, yes. I have no idea. I have no idea. Something on the pier? I don't nope. know. Nope. No, I'm stupid. I don't know. Mineral King was a mountain ski resort in the California Sierra Nevada mountains. That's right. We've yeah, we've talked the about tw- that once. I think. Sorry. Yeah. Have we? It's a little obscure. You don't hear about it too often, but you guys have covered it. Yes. All right. This 20-square-mile American Alpine resort would be a place that could offer year-round outdoor activities and entertainment from skiing in the winter to hiking and fishing in the summer. Because Walt had, at that time in his life, become interested in skiing. <laughs> you know, what every guy in their early 60s, yeah. early to mid-60s takes up. You know, what I want to do is shoot down a hill with no helmet, <laughs> possibly blow my knee out. Uh, that's what I want to do. It's, I also love it's not enough that he just likes skiing, but he like he's like, okay, I'm going to try skiing. And then he's like, and then I'm going to open an, <laughs> a resort. He's like the Elon Musk of that era. Yeah, totally. <laughs> you know what? I hate traffic. I'm just going to dig underneath houses. <laughs> right. Well, speaking of that, Disney envisioned a resort village that would not be accessible by car, but instead guests would arrive from the off-site parking area via, via electric train to his mountain resort village. Ooh. So. He really was the musk of his day. <laughs> During planning for the Alpine Village, Walt decided that the town would need some entertainment itself. And he said to Imagineer Mark Davis, why don't we try something with bears? Yeah, a bear band, you know, to play music and things. You know. <laughs> that sounds like if you had to uh, create a backstory in meme format, that's the, that's the kind of like gist that you would. Yeah, you know, bears. And then he sipped his scotch mist, stared at him over the gla- rim of the glass as he drank, and then spun around on one heel and walked away. Your brain is weird. <laughs> I have brain worms, dude. What do you want? Well, even after Walt passed away, plans for Mineral King continued, and the Bear Band took on the form of the Bear Band Restaurant Show. Ooh. This would be similar to the concept or the original concept that they had for the Enchanted Tiki Room, um, where then that, that was going to be a, rest, uh, a dinner show as well. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, as plans moved forward for Walt Disney World and plans for Mineral King were scrapped due to environmental concerns, Imagineers decided that the Bear Show should be added to the new Florida Parks Frontierland. That makes sense. For, can we talk real quick about how the name Mineral King is like, I don't know, I, maybe that's why it's it doesn't stick bad. with me. It, it sounds kind of terrible, but then what are you going to do? I'm going to go up to Mineral King and no, shoot down the like slopes. Disney Snow Resort. Well, it's like a real place. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he came up with the no, idea of Mineral King. Called. He should have changed it. it. I think maybe he was, I think he was going to. And this is why I feel like such a bad Disney fan. <laughs> Um, mm. Not you know again not because I'm a huge Disney fan but like a you know or a historian. Well, you're in the parks all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Very intimidated by that fact. Um, but like I, th- I feel like there's many other people that would know that that would that would know the resort thing and I'm just like huh. Oh, well, no, I had no idea. You know what's <laughs> even you know what's even worse. Yeah, I but you're the same as me. I know that I'm the one that brought that up on this show and, yeah. and it was part of one of the histories I did and yeah. I still didn't remember. But you're the same as me too and I feel like that's why we mm, all do shit. the show together because we're all going collectively huh. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, like, my favorite part about ears up is that I learn so much when we do it. I may learn the same thing three times, but I learned so much. So, I don't know. And I feel like there's other people that do like other shows that are like, well, the, the, and they'll spout off the facts. And I'm going, I don't. I, okay. Meanwhile, we talked about it last week. <laughs> <I know>. uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry, Jeremy. Go ahead. 
I'm like that with some things. Like I feel like sometimes I could read a book and the minute I close it, I'm like, what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you, if anybody doubts, you should. They should. I would refer them to the hundredth episode, <laughs> where Jeremy did really well in a game about music. So I, I guess that's the same. It's the same thing. It's like just because I have spoken about it once doesn't mean I retain it. It's true, right? <laughs> so that's an interesting little tidbit: is that Walt Disney World opened with both Country Bears and the Hall of Presidents, which were both originally intended for California. Hmm, interesting. So. Just a little tidbit. Florida stealing. <laughs> Florida stealing. Typical Floridians. <laughs> but again, like with the Tiki Room, the restaurant portion of the show was scrapped, and the Bears became their own standalone attraction in their very own Victorian-style theater that recalled the style of the Grand Ole Opry. The show was hosted by Master of Ceremonies Henry, a barrel-chested baritone who was voiced <laughs> by Pete Renaday, who was famous at the time for his work in The Love Bug, Million Dollar Duck, and later for his voice work on The Black Cauldron and the Darkwing Duck TV series. Oh, Terrence is excited. Million Dollar Duck. <laughs> Imagine that's the script you greenlight. Million Dollar Duck. As the show kicks off, Henry introduces Gomer, the piano-playing bear playing the show's opener, Pianjo, written and performed by Don Robertson, number one. tell you what i'd shoot some squirrels to that whoa spoiler alert spoilers god i gotta remember that i hate this computer every time i hate this stupid computer chrome box stupid this is our first time recording so dumb go ahead please jeremy what is this episode 128 something like that uh 125 and just go ahead please I love Pianjo. It's good. No, it's no, it good. was good. I liked it. I love Pianjo. <laughs> <laughs> I would listen to that on the regular. I think I should add it to my iPhone. There you go. <laughs> Make it be your ringtone, please. Oh, your lips to God's ears. <laughs> uh, go ahead, please, Jeremy. Zeke, Zeb, Ted, Fred, and Tennessee are the five bears that make up the show's first act, the five bear rugs who play the washboard, mouth harp, jug fiddle, and a one-string thing. Zeb's son, Oscar, can also be seen on stage, as according to the show's backstory, Zeb's wife works as a fur model at a nearby boutique, though as the story goes, she always wears the same one. Chimney mm. Christmas. <laughs> Take a listen to Zeke, Zeb, Ted, Fred, and Tennessee as they perform Bear Band Serenaded, written by Ex Atencio and George Bruns, number two. The Bear Band Bears will play now in the good old key of G. Zeke and Zeb, Ted, Fred, and Bear named Tennessee. 
Zeke's twanging on banjo and a tapping with his feet. A banging on the dishpan with a real old country beat. It's like me Zeke's trying to play the drum. When the spirit moves that groove, he can make that fiddle go. He also plays the washboard with the handle of a hole. I like it. I like it too. I'm yeah. gonna I like really all of these. That. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I like that as much as Pianjo, but no, well, you can't. I mean, Pianjo. <laughs> I, I think I think it, you like Pianjo because it's more fun to say. Yeah, yeah, it is fun to yeah. say. Now, I said before Henry is the barrel-chested host of the show, but he has a partner, Wendell, who is described as a small singing bear who is a frustrated former basketball player. Together, <laughs> okay. Henry and Wendell perform Fractured Folk Song. Now, this is where the story of uh, Country Bear Jamboree got interesting for me because all along I thought that the music in the show – was all original and written by Disney musicians and Imagineers and that and that's true of the show's theme song Bear Band Serenade but most of the rest of the music was taken from old-timey country and bluegrass music that was written and performed and popular in its own right so kind of like the Tiki Room all that music actually existed before the show right yeah and I didn't really realize that like the Hawaiian war chant or whatever also at at what when uh, what period of history what decade can do you have to by law stop calling it old timey Hmm. (laughs) like the like the Hmm. 40s is that not old timey anymore I don't know I mean there were groups and you're gonna hear a little bit more later about some of the groups that were playing this music you know at the time Okay. But just within okay. that, within their genre, so it was bluegrass. Sure, so it wasn't. It was being played in Tennessee and places like that. It wasn't, yeah. you know, on 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 the the Great White Way of Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So in these next pieces of audio, you're going to hear. I'm giving you first the quote unquote popular recording of the track. Okay. Mashed up with the version of the show so you can kind of hear what it sounded like in its original form and then how the show treated it. Wow. Just in a few of these. So here now is Fractured Folk Song, originally written by Kenneth Burns and Henry D. Haynes, performed as Homer and Jethro off their album Fractured Folk Songs, number three. Ain't you going to help me out over there, Henry? Goodness gracious, what do you think we got you on the record for? Boys, supposed to pick? boys, boys. Please. If you can't cut it, just lay out. Boys, let's not fight now because we've got work to do here. Do now here's a fractured folk song butchered by two birds. We wrote these lousy lyrics, and we also wrote the words. The chords are very simple. In fact, there's only three. First it's G, then C, and D, and then going back to G. But you got to be quick. <laughs> <laughs> it's very cute. Next up is the bear Liverlips McGrowl, yes. also known as the Miami Serenader. Oh, I love this already. <laughs> That'd be my nickname. Liverlips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Liverlips Petra. <laughs> Here he comes again. <laughs> and ironically, I would be like dressed to the nines, like super beautiful. <laughs> but it'd be called Liverlips. <laughs> or I would actually have liver on my lips. Like, I love liver that much. Gross. <laughs> Said no one ever. 
boy. Here he is. Hey, you got any liver in this joint? I'm dying. <laughs> this is McDonald's, dude. What do you what do you want? Can I have a liver nuggets? <laughs> oh, gross. A McLiver sandwich. Ooh, I would love liver nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You would? Uh, I love liver. No, you don't. Oh, for sure I love liver. Liver a liverwurst sandwich is like the best. Well, liverwurst, okay, sure, maybe. But like oh. do you just like liver and onions like yeah. super dust bowl kind of food? Really? Let's I've go. I've never Let's had liver. It. Let's go. All right. Is that why you're in England so often? I feel like England's big in liver and onions. Yeah. Liver tots. <laughs> in an air fryer. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Jeremy, please. Uh, Liver Lips McGraw, also known as the Miami Serenader, is described as a homebody who is never home. Liver Lips performs My Woman Ain't Pretty But She Don't Swear None, originally written by Frankie Starr and Paul E. Miller and performed famously here by Tex Ritter, number four. I've got a woman, she's got me, whatever we do. Both agree she ain't pretty, but I ain't too. The things we like are the things we do. A woman ain't pretty, but she don't swear none. She's kinda heavy, don't weigh a ton. She's my woman through and through. I love her only cause her heart is true. It's like that band of skull song. Like you ain't it. pretty, but you got it going on. <laughs> I love this. Isn't Liver Lips, uh, back to Liver Lips, um, oh Hulk Hogan's <laughs> character in Rocky like 2 or 3 or whatever? Like he, He's like the wrestler. Mm. When he gets in the I ring, mean, he's I've like, never seen Rocky. okay, what do you want? Just uh, you know, make it look good, and I'll hit you a little bit, and we'll go around and around. And he gets like body slammed. I, that would make sense for a boxer to be named Liver Lips. He was a wrestler. A wrestler. A cross, oh, whatever. That's You've right. never seen Rocky? <sighs> It's all in a ring. Who cares? <laughs> the squared circle. All right, Jeremy, please continue. I will tell you that there is a character named Donkey Lips on the <laughs> famous Nickelodeon show, Salute yes. Your Shorts. Yes, that's right. 90s. I remember Donkey Lips. That's my second yeah. choice for a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to have a backup. That's right. <laughs> well, now Henry and Wendell are back to perform Mama Don't Whoop Little Buford. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, if you have to serenade your mother into not beating her other child, you you got a you got a problem. There's a thing going on. Like well, it. it really calms her down as long as you <laughs> yeah. think. It gets her right out of that rage. That's right. Uh, written by Kenneth C. Burns and Henry Haynes, we heard before from their fractured folk songs album number five. going <laughs> oh man that's good yeah don't whip him shoot him <laughs> country artist cheryl Poole lends her vocal talents to the show as trixie the tampa temptation mm. and the track tears will be the chaser for my wine 
Originally Can I just say, like, country songs have the best titles? True. Because they're yeah. exactly the, and, the song. <laughs> and that would have been my third choice for a nickname. <laughs> what, Trixie? Trixie? Trixie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, who was it written by, Taryn? Uh, so rudely cut you off. Sorry. It was originally written by Dale Davis and Leroy Goats and recorded by country music star Wanda Jackson. Here, number six. Tears will be the chaser for you. I like the idea of a... Can I just interrupt? Yeah. Who requires a chaser for wine? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they didn't go, oh, I'd like a glass of your Beaujolais and a, you know, a whiskey <laughs> back saying. or Trixie a water to... chaser. And they're like, well, you're crying enough, sir. You... Trixie needs to step it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the... Uh, it's interesting that the changes from the original mm-hmm. to uh, to the modified version. Yeah. It's mm. interesting. Like, that was a lot slower than the original. Yeah. But it works. I actually sing it, Tears were the Chaser for my boxed wine. <laughs> Fair. Boxes and I often have be... a chaser with my boxed wine, and it isn't always water. <laughs> um, <laughs> the female performers in our show don't stop there. Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah together form the Sunbonnet Trio, singing All the Guys That Turn Me On, Turn Me Down. <laughs> Number seven. Christmas. Bummer. Now here they come. Those little sun bonnets from the Sunshine State. Bunny, Bubbles, and Beulah. Every time I meet a guy who gets me shook, all I ever get from him is a dirty look. It's the same way. my junior year of high school seriously <laughs> i'm like having flashbacks i'm like oh i can relate uh, i can't so <laughs> i can't very popular <laughs> this guy very everyone loved me <laughs> not true at all uh i love i see, this is what i like about this music is is every once in a while you'll get these little humor pods i guess you can call them. these little pockets of just humor that's Almost inappropriate for a family <laughs> show, but it's done really well, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, uh, this is why I, this is why the show is so good. Yeah, it's a yeah. really good show. Well, I think that there was a period of time this part this included, and then up until like the the mid nineties when there were when Disney humor did kind of operate on two levels. Mm-hmm. Like when you were a kid and you watched Aladdin, you didn't get it, but like if you were if you're like an adult, there's some. There's some jabs in in some of those movies that are a bit like not meant for the kids, right? And and you watch those now, and those those same people who grew up watching those are now writing blog posts about how inappropriate it is and should be removed and burned with fire. 
No, now their idea of clever humor is saying is like having Anna talk about passing gas. <laughs> like I they're, know. No, That's they're true. not it, because <clears throat> having that kind of jokes. humor takes you have to be clever. It's and true. the people who aren't are writing this stuff now aren't clever anymore. So. Are you saying fart jokes wow, aren't clever? Burn. Because that's my entire repertoire. <laughs> <laughs> or as I like to call it, my repertoire. Oh, my God. How long have you tried, have you Damn. wanted to use that? I just made that up. Bullshit. It's a good thing we uh, <laughs> practiced that earlier. Before we <laughs> uh, by the way, Jeremy, you're eight seconds uh, ahead. So if you can slow it down a little bit, we'll be back <laughs> on schedule. Uh, go ahead, please, Jeremy. The voices for the sunbonnets were provided by Jackie Ward, Peggy Clark, and Luli Jean Norman, <laughs> who can famously be heard as the opera singer in the graveyard scene of the Haunted Mansion, oh. number eight. Oh, I love it. You can hear. It's a little tough to hear in yeah. there, but she's like, you know, you know who she is, she's though. Hilarious. When you yeah. off to the right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's not all. Luli Jean Norman will also be familiar to audiences because she provided the voice in the original Star Trek series opening theme, as oh. well as the high part in The Lion Sleeps Tonight by the Tokens, number nine. <laughs> To be honest with you, I always thought that was a whistle. <laughs> like I, I, I never thought that was a person. <laughs> Can you hit that note, babe? Heck no. Can you try? No. Why not? <laughs> how how high? How far up the scale up. could you get? We're not going to try. No. Oh. Hmm. Disappointing. I need a new co-host to <laughs> try. All dry, like not warmed up. <laughs> I think your vocal cord will snap out your neck. <laughs> out It'll be sticking out of your throat. <laughs> I did not know hey. that, Jeremy. Thank you for that tidbit. I had no idea. How cool is that? It's pretty cool, but also now next time I go through the Haunted Mansion and I hear it, I'm going to think of this song. You're going to think... <laughs> I, I just think it's so cool. Like She's not only in the Haunted Mansion, she's in The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Yeah, and the Star Trek theme, which is kind of neat, too. Yeah. For all you Star Trek nerds out there. Looking I at you, it. Brian Char. <laughs> <laughs> that is very cool. Yeah. The famous Tex Ritter provides the vocals to the show-stealing Big Al, who is appearing here in his, quote, 10th farewell appearance, singing <laughs> Blood on the Saddle, Oh, 10. Jiminy Christmas. It's me playing guitar. There was blood on the saddle. favorite thing possibly oh, ever. I want that to be my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> but what was bleeding? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. That's true. Right. 
Oh, that was good. The show closes out with the original track by Tom Adair and George Bruns. Come again, number 11. We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you drop in to see us now and then. We've done our very best to please with just the bare necessities. We hope that you'll be coming back again. Come again. Please return. Come again. The man is always out seeing you is fine. We hope that you'll be coming back again. That you drop in to see us now, man. We had such fun, we've gone to cry. We just can't bear to say goodbye. We hope, hope that you'll be coming back, back again. again. Y'all come back, yeah? All right. Come again. Much, much more polite than the Tiki Room. That is true. Exit the Tiki music. Room tells you to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So of all the vocal talents used in the show that we've talked about, by far the most credits go to a group called the Stoneman Family of Virginia, a popular bluegrass musical act of all one family. Kind of like the Von Trapps of uh, bluegrass. <laughs> or the Partridge Family of yes. bluegrass. Five of the 13 siblings of the musical family were used in the show, and they are credited as having sung and played for nine of the show's 22 animatronics. Here's another piece of music by the Stonemans, Turn Me Loose, number 12. <laughs> Married you five years ago, then you called me drunk and sung so. <laughs> That was incredible. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was song great. So good. That was really good. That was really good uh, uh, musical talent, as they say. So, like, the best is um, <clears throat> when I do the, these segments, like, I have to buy these songs on iTunes. Oh. Oh. And, like, the songs sync to my iPhone. <laughs> so, I'm on the subway the other day. And I'm, like, just. It, you know, it's just playing, and this this song comes on, and I was listening to it, and I was like, "This is pretty good." And I just thought, like, what if I got mugged right now, and they like put this on? <laughs> turn me loose! I'm like, turn me loose! I'm drinking really my corn liquor anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or like, what if like the the headphones accidentally came out of the front, like, iPhone, and everyone just heard me playing that? Like, or like, you loud. know, when you're sitting next to somebody and you can kind of hear what they're listening to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if you have this on the subway out there, but uh, on here, out here we have BART, right? Which is a subway, essentially. And, yeah. Well, it's actually maybe a monitor. Anyway, whatever. It's a train. And sometimes you'll get people who just will turn music on their phone oh. and just up real, real loud and they'll be sitting there. That would be what? amazing if you just walked on the subway <laughs> blaring this and just didn't care and just stare everybody down. So or the, or blood on the saddle. That blood would be a good. On the saddle. <laughs> oh my god, blood on the saddle would be amazing. Please do that, Jeremy, and record it. Okay. Another one of my pranks on New York City. Okay. Next door to the Country Bear Jamboree was something called the Mile Long Bar, a place to get light snacks and refreshments. 
I guess you'd call it a quick service. It used mirrors to create an optical illusion that the bar stretched on for much longer than it actually did. The walls of the bar were adorned with the three permanent audience members of the Country Bear Jamboree, Max, Buff, and Melvin. Three talking animatronics voiced by Bill Lee, Pete Renaday, and Thurl Ravenscroft, whose voice can famously be heard in the Haunted Mansion and the Enchanted Tiki Room. Several tracks served as the atmosphere music for the bar, including Wabash Cannonball, Bearless Love, and Bang Goes Old Betsy, number 13. I thought they were always in the ride. They are in both places. Oh, they are. Okay. They were. They were when the when the mile long bar was open. Um, they were they were double exposed. I guess you could say. Oh. Okay, <laughs> got it. The Country Bear Jamboree proved so popular in Disney World that a second version opened in Bear Country in Disneyland in March of 1972. Yay! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was good. The, this version would feature dual identical theaters to handle twice the capacity of the f- version in Florida. In 1983, a third version appeared with the opening of Tokyo Disneyland. Now, I normally try to keep these little clips to a minute or less, but this one's so good it goes on a little bit longer. Number 14. Hell yeah. Howdy! Yeah, Country Bear Jamboree. Well, there he goes. He hardly knows the heart he's breaking. I talked to him, but I don't think he understood. Oh, just forget about the plans that we were making. We did all that we could. God, I'm done. You've killed me. Oh, God. I love the that Japanese was... language so much. It is so good. That was wonderful. If that doesn't make you want to buy a ticket to Japan tomorrow, <laughs> nothing is like I've got to get there right now. I know, man, and and we've talked about it numerous times on the show. But the, I, I love I love the 
the Japanese English kind of mashup stuff, like Ugh. kind of growing up watching anime and whatever. Like it just it, for some reason, <laughs> it, it, any language that has you know their own language that's fun to say. I think Japanese would be fun if I was smart enough to learn it. And then you throw in the English. <laughs> <laughs> with the accent, with the same accent, like Spanish is kind of the same way too. It's like, yeah, uh, it just friggin' murders me. I love it so much. Promise me that if any, if if we ever go to Tokyo Disneyland, we go together. Oh yes, absolutely. And that we only ride on that ride. <laughs> <laughs> Done. In fact, just tap me in whenever that song plays. Like that's that's all I really yeah. want to hear. In 1984, both the Florida and California versions of the show debuted the Country Bear Christmas Special, which I think is appropriate given that we're only two days away from Thanksgiving. The first time a Disney attraction would ever receive a seasonal overlay. The show featured the bear singing several Christmas songs, including Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Tracks in the Snow, Deck the Halls, and Blue Christmas, among several others. Number 15. That's a good piece of trivia, by the way. The first Mm. Christmas overlay? Yeah. Country Bears. Yeah. True. Oh, Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. No, Bev, this is the. We're, we're hey, going to no, play the track. Stop that's singing. It's supposed to be my song. Huh? <laughs> he is sight for sore eyes. Well, he sounds better than he looks, that's for sure. We're making tracks in the snow. Everything is frozen. Was that a breakdown of whatever? It's Tracks in the Snow. Oh. I've never heard that song. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I should have done a bit more research. I don't know <laughs> if it's original or if that exact actually exists. Well, I'll tell you what. I need to put some of the songs on my uh, Christmas Google playlist. My chill oh. Christmas is what it's called. With that one that's like, day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be honest with you, yes. As a matter of fact, that's exactly what it is. Oh, nothing gets me in the holiday spirit like that. <laughs> like hearing someone go, Durr! <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, dear. Okay. The Christmas special stopped in Disneyland after its 2000 season, as in 2001, Disneyland closed the attraction altogether to make way for the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. The Christmas special stopped in Disney World after its 2005 season due to lack of attendance needed to justify the cost of changing over the show and then switching it back. Tokyo Disneyland's version of the show Jingle Bell Jamboree still runs to this day. In 1986, the Country Bear Jamboree was updated as the Country Bear Vacation Hoedown in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, this version of the show features the country bears celebrating the joys of summer in the great outdoors and features a new set of tracks, including uh, the great outdoors, California bears, Rocky top, and thank God I'm a country bear. And these were inspired by more popular musical groups, which you will notice once you hear it. Number 16. Yeah, absolutely. All right. One, two, three. <laughs> Fishing and we're still on the shore. Grab your camping gear and meet us right here. Got all kinds of fun in store. It's 
time for a vacation, for some rest and relaxation. Get your cares and join affairs and trade outdoors. Are you feeling wrong? Have you lost all hope? Down in the dumps. Who's this? I don't know. Road. I know what I need is this uphill climb. Trust me, darling, put your hand in mine. We can make it to the top. We can make it to Actually, maybe meatloaf. <laughs> I will say not as good as the uh, the originals. I'm going to say that it's yeah. not. But I love <clears throat> that there was a there, in this show there was a skunk, and they go, "Thank God, I'm a country bear and skunk." <laughs> 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 and skunk. <laughs> Thank God I'm a country bear. And skunk. That's and good. Skunk. That's good. <laughs> God. It makes me so happy. Jeremy's dying also. <laughs> oh, God. If you've never seen this show, you guys go on like YouTube or whatever and just check it out. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. It's true. I gotta make like a T-shirt that says "and skunk." <laughs> you should. And see, no one will know what that means, but us. <laughs> it's just our little secret joke. That's right. The vacation hoedown version of the show suffered from low attendance in Walt Disney World, and as part of Disney World's twentieth yeah. anniversary in nineteen ninety one, which also saw the debut of Spectro Magic, <laughs> the Country Bear Jamboree was restored to its original version, while the Vacation Hoedown version in Disneyland continued to run until the show was removed altogether in 2001. In Tokyo, all three versions continue to run during different parts of the year to this day, because wow. Tokyo is amazing. <laughs> in August of 2012, the Walt Disney World's Country Bear Jamboree closed for a nearly two-month-long refurbishment. When the show returned in October of that year, the songs Pretty Little Devilish Mary and Fractured Folk Song had been removed from the show, and it was four to five minutes shorter than its original. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. They did the same thing to the Tiki Room. Huh. And that is the history of the music behind the Country Bear Jamboree. Yay. Good job, as always, Jeremy. Skunk! <laughs> and skunk! <laughs> it's funny, because when we were in Disneyland last week, or week before, or whatever, they, they finally are selling, like, Country Bear Jamboree merch, and now I'm sort of disappointed I didn't buy it. It was like a... It was a plastic water bottle, but it was shaped like a moonshine jug. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, with like the tan base and kind of... Sl- and I'm like, slightly inappropriate, I feel, because it's literally for putting like corn whiskey into. But, <laughs> That's um, what I liked about it. And it's also $11 and plastic. <laughs> well, yeah. But it was that. Country Bear Jamboree merch, and so I wonder if they're... Because that's the perfect way to test the waters to bring something. I mean, maybe not the whole show because it's you know probably no one would really care. But yeah. um, and it's also a lot of work and, and infrastructure to bring it? that back. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. Sometimes it bothers me when they when they sell merchandise that 
celebrate something that no longer exists. I look at it, it's kind of like a slap in the face. <laughs> Jeremy's super offended about it. <laughs> I don't like that. I'm like, you know, you know what? You got to get that at Disney World. If you want Country Bear, you got to get it at Disney World because that's where that is. I don't like stuff. I don't think you should be able to buy Epcot stuff in California. Well, you then know. you know what? Then, wow, then Disney World needs to have better merch because yeah. we couldn't find anything to buy and we wanted to buy all the stuff. Yeah, and Epcot was terrible. Merch was terrible. I had, I had to come to Disneyland to find Epcot merch to buy. Yeah, so there. Yeah. Thanks, Chapek. <laughs> That's who we have to thank for that. It's but I will Jason, say, you but... should have gotten that uh, corn liquor jug. <laughs> yeah. You could have listened to Turn Me Loose. <laughs> Turn Me Loose. <laughs> bloody, bloody saddle footprints or whatever it was. <laughs> what? what? Okay. <laughs> wonderful there thank you very much jeremy i appreciate your time and thank effort. you as always it was great being here <laughs> lovely, lovely. all right you dude know. we'll talk to you okay goodbye all right, bye. okay goodbye okay, all right taryn let's talk about our trip and this is great because bev's here because <laughs> we happen to <laughs> oh jeez, bev is here yeah uh we happen to coincide trip do you want to cut that out bev excuse me <laughs> god bless almighty uh we happened to uh, coincide our trips which was definitely not planned but uh, it's always good because as everybody knows Bev is Taryn's favorite person to go to Disneyland with. <laughs> Even though we didn't see each I other know. at all. We saw each other for like two hours and that was all in Carthay. And I was yeah. just drunk the whole time. <laughs> so drunk. It was good. But it was still fun. Well, and I feel like you guys, I'm hoping maybe you would have left he- earlier had we not joined you. Like we had joined yes. you on your third drink. We were. <laughs> and then we, yeah, no, we, and then we had two way, more drinks with you. On our way, we were on our way out when you were like, "Oh, we're kind of coming." And I was like, "Well, I guess we're staying." <laughs> I realized I don't think. Oh, you guys went on a ride together, but we didn't go on any rides together. We just drank and then we ate. Together. What ride did we go on? Mater. The, no, that's right. Beauty of our friendship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did me, you, and Ab- you Abby and Sam ride? and Abby and I rode Mater. And I say, oh, with the kid. that's right. She was sleeping. Yeah, right. That's I think right after Carthay. Yeah, after we ate. Possibly. Um, I don't know. So anyway, so this uh, segment is going to be uh, mainly about our dumb kid, but um, not, she's not dumb. Just, just kidding. Uh, but also kind of what we liked about the park. So there's some new stuff at the park happening uh, that we didn't really know about because that's the, the interesting part about doing a podcast about Disneyland and being 400 miles away from it is that if you don't go all the time, you don't. You don't really. I don't keep up with this stuff. I don't read all the the news topics, and I just, I well, just even, don't do yeah. it because I do it before the show. Right. And yeah. so you know, if we have gaps in shows, or if it's been a while, I just I don't pay attention to it or whatever. So maybe that's maybe that's you know me being terrible at Disney. Fan, well, but. no, because I think if honestly, I think if you were so you had your finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. All the time, I think you'd like. Thank you for showing me your finger while you did that. While you said that, I could have gone like this. (laughs) (laughs) Checked your own pulse. Um, I think I'm alive. I I think you'd like Disney a lot less. (laughs) Well, I think it was also really interesting because we had not been in a year. Yeah, almost to the date. So that hasn't happened in five years or so. You know, and and it hasn't. And and look, this segment's going to be a little loose, so, you know, I apologize. But uh, to be honest with you, in the the months and weeks leading up to that, I was actually excited to go to Disneyland. And that hasn't happened like that on that level in a long time for me personally because we used to go so often. Mm -hmm. And it's even when we would tailor it back, having that break of a year or whatever and some change, I thought was really nice, mm-hmm. and I would totally suggest that to everybody. Like, if you go more than twice a year, 
Try dialing it back. Yeah. Just once and see if you like it even more. Like I, I could I could not go back for another year. I'm okay mm-hmm. with not going back. I know we're going back. Right. But um Well and to be honest, it's it I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm excited to even talk about it. Mm. Like not even just having gone. Like I'm excited to talk about it more than I was when we were going all the time. Okay. I think it's it's like uh I wonder why that is. Because I think we actually made memories, not <laughs> just like Spent money. Went to Carthay again. Spent your hard-earned money. Like, it was money. like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it, it was different for me. Okay. Interesting. And that's all aside from Alice. Of course, that's yeah. part part of it. But, like, even beside that. like Yeah. So, it, for in order for us to prepare to go down south, because we were in L.A. for a couple of days before we went mm-hmm. to Anaheim. So, we were gone for, what, six days total? Mm-hmm. I think gone from the house. So <clears throat> one thing we had to do since Alice is eating, you know, solid foods like pureed and stuff, we had to figure out how to feed her. Yeah. We weren't going to go to the store because we haven't been going to the store for stuff. Someone bought us a baby food maker. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll start linking some of the stuff we talk about, like in the um, in the blog post or in the YouTube post. So I'll link to this yeah. ba- baby or whatever it is. It's like a little it's steamer and it has a it's like a steamer slash blender. So we're just making food in there all the time. And what we didn't want to do is go to the store all the time and be buying a bunch of food because bulk carrots are really cheap. Well, and She's she, orange She now. eats a lot. <laughs> she eats so much carrots because they're so cheap. And sweet potatoes. But she does. She, I mean, she was eating like five to six ounces per meal. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a lot of food to buy. They're yeah. only like little two, one, two ounce jars. So like yeah. we weren't trying to do that's that either. So what did you do? Ter- so <laughs> I spent all of my Friday night uh, before we, we left on Sunday. I spent all of my Friday night making baby food. I ended up making 175 ounces of various <laughs> baby foods. And, and you split it up. I did. Yeah. I, I split them up into 10 squeezable packets like um we'll link them uh, yeah from Amazon too. they're they're like what you get applesauce in nowadays mm-hmm. um and they're refillable uh <laughs> well in my day they were no, in a cup i, I totally yeah. know they're so not in a cup anymore yeah. but my anyway. day they were off a tree and you'd have to make the applesauce in your mouth <laughs> it was a weird chewing. thing yeah it's called chewing <laughs> but now you kids you millennials have to drink your dinner <laughs> i get it <laughs> Um, no, so I, I filled these packets, I filled 10 of them, and then I had to freeze the rest of the food, because I, I only got 10 packets, because the baby food that you make, it only lasts for three days, so yeah. we were going to be gone for six days, so I was like, okay, here's a dilemma. So, <laughs> um, I filled, and she eats three times a day, so I had to do all this math. There was actually a spreadsheet. I'm sure you're not surprised. Oh my um, gosh, I can't. I'm <laughs> totally not surprised. Um, but I, so I filled all of these, um, each with like six ounces of food, and then Part of um, on our last day in Burbank, where we were staying, we mm-hmm. were in a hotel that had a full kitchen, and so I had the the freezer. Bougie. Yeah, I know, right? Um, uh, so thousand dollars a night. <laughs> well, you were in Burbank, <laughs> so no, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't. Um, so I had all the freezer food in the freezer, and I switched it all out. So I, I defrosted it, and then I used the empty packets and refilled it with the freezer stuff, and it actually worked out surprisingly well. <laughs> it did. You you did your math very very correctly, which I would not be able to do, <laughs> and it was it was a ton of it was a ton of work. Yeah, and, it was and, a lot of work, but yeah. it, it got the job done. And honestly, like she ate on that trip. Far better than she's eating at home lately. So, right. Like, well, she's teething, and and I was nervous because she just kind of really started teething before we left, and yeah. so I didn't know how that was going to go. 
I didn't know how the drive was going to go. Um, it all went fine. Uh, for me, what I think as a new parent I was most concerned about was sleeping in the hotel rooms. Yeah. And I think she did, like, the, our first hotel room, like you said, at a kitchen. So it kind of, there was sort of a separate room, but not really. And so we just put her by the door. <laughs> yeah. And that was fine. She it, it was okay because my fear was, well, if we're in the same cube, in the same room, mm-hmm. we put her down, she's going to look over and see us. Yeah. And that's not going to go She's never well. going to go to sleep if she right. can see us. But it went totally fine. Mm-hmm. It went absolutely fine. So it was uh, a, The only thing that was a little different was that she, because she doesn't sleep in our room anymore, every noise that she made, I think we both woke up. So I think we woke up a lot more than we normally possibly, did. Possibly, yeah. But that was it. Well, also, our, our window faced the freeway. Oh, well, that was true. And the 405. The f- yeah, the 405, <laughs> which is never quiet. It's either just, uh, I think it was actually quieter during the day because of the traffic. Because it was yeah. a parking lot? Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh my God, this is uh, real cool. Dude, I really appreciate night. it. Yeah. No, just $2,000. Um, anyway, so we get to uh, to Disneyland and, and that was really cool. It was surreal for me, honestly, because we get to the hotel room and like check in and the hotel room was really nice. We stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> Um, Bougie. Boot. That was a thousand dollars a night. So can I just talk uh, separate from Alice, but the check-in uh, situation? Sure, at, you can at, just start there. At Disneyland, at the Disneyland hotel was uh, interesting. There was there were two parties in front of me, and it took me twenty five minutes to, to even ch- get to the check-in line. Just to get just yeah. to get to the front with two people in front of me. It was, um, and I could tell that they were trying to be efficient. They had somebody. Um, managing the line that had like an iPad and she asked what my name was and she she brought up all my information. She got my phone number. She did all that before I even went up to the desk to actually check in. And then when I went up to the desk to check in, he didn't ask for anything, but it still took like, it took 15 it, it minutes. It took 15 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. It was I really don't weird. I know. So That's pa- what I kept looking at her because I had the kid. And I'm walking around. I'm trying to distract the kid and do all the stuff. And you look over because you know she's been in the car from Burbank to L.A. Mm-hmm. Well, from uh, L.A. to Anaheim, and um, she's tired. She's hungry. We want to get to the room. We want to check in. We want to try to feed her a nap. Let's try to like get her, her a nap. Feed her a nap. And uh, I'm, I'm every time looking around here, like, what is mouthing? Like, what is going on? She's like, I don't know. And it took forever. It did take forever. And it took forever. And then (laughs) after 15 minutes, I was like, oh, by the way, my kid is brand new and she's teething and we don't know how that's going to go. So if you happen to have a room that's available that it that doesn't share at least one wall, that might be helpful. Yeah. And they were actually really cool and found us one way into the hallway, but um, it was it was a perfect. Room the view for us. was dope. It you look down and there's Trader Sam's, there's the pool. Yeah. And it was so you see the sunset, um, you know, because we were there for a couple times. Uh, no, the room the room was great, and the staff at the Disneyland Hotel were super. Super nice. Everyone was really cool, mm-hmm. and and I forget how much I really enjoy staying at the hotels and how I think it is. While maybe it's a little bit more expensive than it should be, maybe twenty percent more for some reason. Uh, the number sticks in my head, but for me, it's it's worth it. Everything was clean. Um, it just it was it was really nice. Everybody was super nice. Uh, mm-hmm. When we got the what mousekeeping or whatever it's called. First of all, there was no option to like say no to it and get a free gift card, which I don't understand, but whatever. Um, we came back into the room, and the uh, the the housekeeper um, rearranged Alice's toys on the bed, so they're like looking at each other. 
It looked like they had been playing while we were out. That's yeah. really cute. It was super cute. And so, you know, I gave her like two bucks. I'd like leave two bucks on the bed before we left as like a tip. And then the next day after I saw that, I gave her three bucks. And then <laughs> when we left, I gave her five bucks. <laughs> like, dude, and I talked to her. I was like, hey, you've been cleaning? Yeah, I have. Thank you so much. Because it's, it's you know, it's those like things. So while we were there was also my birthday. And uh, we came in uh, from uh, maybe it was at that night. I think it was the first night. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a little like folded sign that said, enjoy your cookies and milk. The milk is in the refrigerator. And they gave me four. I'm going to say me, not us. Mm-hmm. Um, like Mickey Mouse shaped like cookies that they looked. You did probably be five dollars. Oh, yeah. Downstairs <laughs> and two glasses of milk. They were in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually like, cute. It's really, really awesome. I, I mean, the experience there was was uh, was great. Yeah, I got a I got a survey after about the experience and and in these surveys I try to be really honest. I took four of them, <laughs> not of the same one, but I got four of them, and I just always like the, to take the Disney ones. And yeah. so, uh, but the Disneyland Hotel one specifically, it, it was like I kind of gave them excellent for everything. Like there, a lot of the survey was like, did did you feel that Disney magic? Did you mm-hmm. you know uh, was the experience a Disney experience? Like it was very formatted that way, and it was I, it was like absolutely yeah. yes, hundred percent. Like sure. it really was. Yeah, it was cool. So uh, in preparing the room, which again I was nervous about the kids sleeping or whatever, uh, it it kind of had you know a longer hallway, so we were able to tuck the crib sort of by the bathroom. And we have a sound machine for her as well. So she was around a corner from us, which I thought was very important um, for for naps and, and for whatever. But what I realized, I think the first night um, at Disneyland was that what we didn't do was plan for us to eat dinner because we're so focused on the kid that we came back and we put her to bed and those rooms, those doors at the Disneyland Hotel are so thick and the the locking mechanism is so latchy. There's like four mm-hmm. little tongues or toggles or whatever they are. Like it makes a big sound. And there's no way that I felt comfortable opening that door to go out and scoot off to get us some food. And it's 7.30. It's 7.30 <laughs> and we're starving. We're not starving, but it's like, and then you, but you can't call room service no, because, for the same reason. You can't open the door. So what are you gonna do? Eat cookies. Eat cookies. <laughs> you guys seriously eat cookies? Cookies for and um, yeah. and oh uh, pumpkin seeds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we also Winning. went to bed like an hour later, so it was fine. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was the other thing where where normally we are uh, closing the park down. Like when we've talked on the show, we want to try to ride ha- Haunted Mansion as the last ride or the train, just cause that's what we do, because uh, we're weird, and uh, didn't do any of that. Yeah. Did not because we were we were out of the park by seven or eight o'clock because we were tired because we're up at five. Yeah, and this also happened the week of the time change. Yeah, that so was we a were mistake. losing sleep. It was just it was this weird it was this weird thing. So I don't know. Uh, going into the park for the first time, of course, with her uh, was a trip to go through the you know the um, security with the stroller. I don't know, it's a whole memories kind of thing. Like, just as a parent, it was like, this is the first time I'm taking my stroller <laughs> through the thing. Uh, but, you know, we get to City Hall, and of course, that's a 10-minute friggin' wait for the <laughs> for the buttons. So dig this. I should find this button and, and post it if I didn't throw it out. Yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, I go up to, to City Hall, and Terrence with the kid, and the guy's like, oh, yeah, how can I help you? I was like, oh, well, you know, I'd like a, a first visit button and a couple celebrating buttons. And uh, he's like, oh, okay, and I think... Uh, I walked in. Yeah, you walked in. You were like, oh, how about one for your birthday? And I'm like, okay, sure. I'll get one for my birthday. And the guy's like, okay, what do you want to say? Jason. He literally just takes a Sharpie and writes Jason. 
like as fast as possible, and then hands it to me, and then looks at me like I'm supposed to give him a tip. I'm like, it's it's like the most Meanwhile, annoying like, handwriting in the entire universe. No, no ear mouse ears on the A, or there's no care at all taken no. to write it illegibly. I'm like, what is this? I can't, fine, cool, thanks, dude. Appreciate well, it. Well, I handed it to you and was like, here, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're well, undercover uh, yeah. shopper. You're a secret shopper with that mustache. And I kind of thought that they trained everybody to do that. Because, like, the girl next to it was was writing one out for somebody. And I saw the little ears on the O. And you probably I was, knew that I was in a social club and was intimidated. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I did have my fanny packs on. <clears throat> Actually, some guy in line. Well, I could see him staring at my fanny pack, or he's staring at my fanny, either one. <laughs> and uh, then eventually he goes, hey, bro. I'm like, no, no conversation <laughs> that is any good ever starts with, hey, bro. He goes, I go to Disneyland kind of like a lot, and uh, I want to know, how can I get one of those sweet fanny packs? Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> uh, the internet, I guess, because I just didn't want to get into the whole thing, because I, I knew what he was doing. He was just trying to needle me about about having a fanny pack and having the patches. Like, I, I understood the joke, right? But I was like, well, I'm not going to get into this. And then his wife or girlfriend or whatever was, she kind of laughed. And I'm like, oh, fanny packs are like the thing, man. And <clears throat> mid-sentence, or as soon as I started talking back to him, just try to have a conversation, he like looks the other way. And is like <laughs> looking around. So now I'm talking to the to the lady he was with, and we're having a conversation. He was just like, cool. <laughs> so we start down Main Street. In the stroller. And so this is one of the big things, besides, you know, actually planning to eat. Yes. That was one of the major. big things that I didn't really realize um, is that you have to be masterful with that stroller, especially on Main Street. So we're walking along and, I, you know, we're looking around and doing the things that we do. And uh, Taryn's like weaving like a drunk person. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Like, she's like getting close to me, like trying to hit me, not really trying to hit me, but that's, I was like, what are you doing? She's like the wheels of the stroller get caught in the in the railroad in tracks. the in the tracks yeah and the thing about Main Street everybody knows you can't just it's not like oh just walk on the sidewalk or oh just walk to the right because inevitably you have people who stop stop in the mm-hmm. middle and take the photo or look at the map or are just talking about what they want to do I had one person stop for I had one person stop in front of me for what appeared to be no reason whatsoever wow <laughs> and then the same person started walking but then stopped again about 20 feet later <laughs> to open her canteen and take a drink and Sam was like you can't walk and drink at the same time <laughs> so annoying it really is annoying but but I you know and I'm like oh that makes a lot of sense. Excuse me, because I see people all the time coming at me or or with me on in the uh, pushing the strollers, moving them around kind of erratically. And I never thought why. I thought they were seizing or something. I had no idea why. But this is this is why because they either get stuck or you have to you have to maneuver them around well, the obstacle. Yeah, and to put an even finer point on it, it's th- the strollers. What I wasn't expecting about our particular stroller is it has, it's one of those ones with three wheels, one in the front, two in the back. Mm-hmm. And so, like, even maneuvering, like, I can get the, fr- I, I've now maneuvered the front wheel from then, getting in there, but the back wheel's yeah. now in it. Yeah. And it's Same. just like, <laughs> like <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that combined with people stopping. And, and what I, what else I've noticed, and I think I used to do this too, um, is people will zoom right in front of you in a stroller because they think that they can, just like leap 
leap through or like sprint mm-hmm. right across like Frogger or something like that. <laughs> but you, if, I'm not even saying you, me as a stroller conductor, let's just say, okay. um, I kind of forget how deep that well or that that wheel in the front is set back so i don't know how close i'm actually to that person's ankle so i'm always stopping the stroller when people try to go oh my god and they just run across or they don't even say anything they just like shoot across (laughs) And you're like what is going on right now the amount of people that i've had cut me off as a stroller person and i'm trying to be super nice because i realize that I'm the bane of everybody else's sure. existence, right? I have a stroller. You're hyper aware of it. Right, because I used to think that about other people. And the reality is most people probably don't care. And I feel except like me. you feel this way now. This is your right. first time with a stroller. I yes. remember caring a lot <laughs> when I first brought a stroller. Really? Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh. Then you stopped caring? Well, no. That, then, then I started having thoughts like... I wish I didn't have reflexes <laughs> because I would plow you down so hard. Like, so, because honestly, like maybe a good ankle clipping will teach people. Yeah, just be aware of your surroundings. I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying not to run you over. Right, like yeah. I, I, and honestly, my kid being in a stroller is benefiting everybody here. Correct. I'm yeah. moving faster. There's no, no nothing's getting thrown. Like, yeah. Right, and and that's what you know. I I feel like as a non-stroller operator, you don't understand because you think, oh, I'm I'm gonna, you know, zoom in front of this person and it's gonna be fine. But a solid ankle clipping. <laughs> right, and and so by day Learned. two, I'm like, I'm looking for an ankle. Give me, show me an ankle. Let's go. Girl, show me them ankles. I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a teenager in the 1940s. Like I'm looking for ankles. I don't think it was oh, the 40s. Wow, that's a good joke. Thank you. I like that was that good. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. You might need to go back a couple decades, but it was still really good. Well, no, by still by the 40s. Don't criticize my joke. Criticize my jokes. <laughs> so another thing about the stroller um, that I wanted to I'm mention sorry. is I was also, there were there were points, I didn't even talk to you about this, but I was very concerned because she, she would be sleeping in the stroller. Yes. So then you have to, so di- I never realized how many different types of ground Disneyland has. <laughs> Some of it's very rocky. Yeah, hell Some yeah. of it is very smooth. Right. And I'm trying. Some of it has train tracks. <laughs> right. I, and I am literally like just for, you know, I'm trying so hard for 30 minutes of just sleeping so that we don't have to go back to the hotel. And so I'm like just trying anything consistent is what I'm going for. And there is nothing. There's nothing. No. (laughs) You cannot be consistent. Plus, then you have then you then when you're dealing with people, I'm like, if anybody bumps this stroller and wakes this kid up, (laughs) like, don't like so I would that's what I was mostly concerned about with the stroller, actually. Well, yeah. and, and, And I get that because sleeping in the stroller for me, caused a lot of anxiety because leading up to the trip, she wasn't taking really to the stroller too well. So when we put her in walking from the Disneyland Hotel through downtown into the park, she was crying. Yeah, she was. She was not having it. And so we're (laughs) like, you know what? We have to just get her used to it now. We basically did the cry it out method with a stroller. (laughs) Yeah, because if we were moving, everything was fine. Mm -hmm. But if she's in the stroller and waiting in line, Sometimes that worked. Sometimes it didn't. She, sometimes she didn't really dig it. But she did not dig the stroller. But it took a little bit. But she started to sleep in it, and she would she would sleep. Other times, you know, we drop the thing back so she she could lay down, and then you look through like the window of the canopy, and she's staring at you. She's just waiting for your for you to look in. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's not. Which working. can you imagine? Like that, just you're just staring up for five minutes, waiting, and then you peek in, and she sees you, and she smiles at you, and you're like, I want to be mad at you, but I. 
I can't because it's really adorable. <laughs> like, go to bed, you silly person. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so strollers. God, excuse me. Hold on. I'm going to choke on. <coughs> I'm going to choke on nothing. Do you want water? No, I have celebration. Great. <coughs> Jiminy Christmas. I'll cut this out. It'll be fine. Unless I make a really good joke. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, the, the <laughs> anyway the the crib or the um, stroller thing came with a lot of anxiety because, like I said, we were willfully skipping a nap. Yes, and hopefully it was going to be fine in the park, and it ended up being fine. It was, and we, it, we did leave earlier than yes. than maybe we had talked about or like Bev earlier than you had done in the past. Yeah, but my kid. Abby slept in the stroller, though. Like, well, yeah, I mean, she, she like, would sleep in the stroller, but for like half an hour at the most, I think. It wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. Well, I, no, I mean like at night. Like, she would pass yeah. out for the night. Oh. So that's why we, I was just like, oh, I guess yeah. I'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we... She was older than Alice, though. Like, the first time mm. Abby went, she was older. Oh, okay. So. And we just... Yeah. we've We've had Alice on a very probably too strict of a sleeping schedule. I mean, not too strict, but yeah. she's on a very strict sleeping schedule. So for us to go traveling like this, it was very nerve wracking for yeah. us because we didn't know what would happen when she's not on that schedule. Well, and especially in a place as chaotic as Disneyland. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, we'll come up with, with some, some final takeaways later. But uh, another thing I thought was interesting was bath time in the hotels. <laughs> we never really thought about that. Tearing bought this like inflatable kind of mini bathtub, which was really cool. Pain in the butt to deflate. Yeah. Because it took like 10 hours to deflate. Not really, but it was cool. But it turns out, I mean, our kid loves the bath. Loves, loves it. it. Hated it in every hotel room we were at. Cried for the first like two minutes. Yeah. Really? Absolutely hated it. hated it. Like the first time I put her in, I was like, oh my God, is it too hot? Did I burn her? Like she was screaming. Well, the blisters are a giveaway. <laughs> but she just, I, I don't know. She would get used to it, and then she'd be fine. She didn't play like as hard as she does like in our bath. She was very um, on the fence about it. Yeah, very but reserved. It ended up being okay each time, but each time it, she spent at least thirty seconds just crying. Yeah, it, it was, was really so weird. strange. One thing that was cool about having a kid is something we've talked about a few times doing, and I don't think either of us have ever done it. Is going into the uh, like the child care centers in each yes. park. For where they have feeding, where you can have a quiet space to feed. Taryn went into the Disneyland one, and then I went with with uh, her and Alice into the DCA one. Um, but talk about the Disneyland one for for a little bit. What did you like about that? I everything. Everything. <laughs> it was. It was. It's not the kind of thing that I would normally do. I actually hesitated to the point where I didn't go the first time I had to feed her, um, just because I I get nervous about new things like that. I don't know. And doing, I knew I had to do it kind of well, by myself. Well, describe what it is real fast, though. So it, you you walk in. There's a little lobby. And then you talk to the, the person. And you, you they ask you, what are you here for? And you can be there to change a diaper, to feed your kid, or or to breastfeed your kid. Yeah. And so I said, oh, I need to breastfeed. And she's like, okay, behind the curtain. And I go behind the curtain. And there's just the most comfortable chairs at Disneyland. <laughs> um, they're they're kind of they're old. The place is old looking. Yeah. It's, you know, it doesn't... It's definitely dated. Yeah, it has not okay. been updated at all. But, okay. but that's charming. Exactly. That is exactly the charm of it. And so I I sat in one of the chairs and it, it rocks. I remember and those it's, chairs. it's so <laughs> nice. Would it be weird if I brought my seven-year-old in? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, because who's going to judge? Well, and it's so nice and cool in there. And yeah. and it's the only place in Disneyland. There's There's no music. It's just quiet. Okay. And I just sat there and I was like... No characters? 
No characters, no nothing. <laughs> I'm Milky the breast milk character. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was really... <laughs> <laughs> I'm you. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was just such a nice place. And so I was the only one in there, like behind the curtain. And there's probably five of the comfy chairs and then a couple other chairs so you mm-hmm. could like um, pump if you needed to. You could do all that stuff. And when I left, everything was full. Mine wow. was the only empty seat. So like, Which is weird because we saw, I saw personally no less than three women breastfeeding just sitting in Disneyland. But I don't have a problem with it. I'm not, that's not what I mean. But, and every time we saw one, Tara and I were like, do they know? Like, I want to tell them. I want to <laughs> tell them, but then I'm afraid of it coming across as, what are you doing? That's so disgusting. Why are you, you doing that be- in public? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to say that at all. But in fact, Taryn tried breastfeeding in fr- like near Han- like in front of the uh, train station in Orleans Square, and it was complicated. Mm-hmm. Well, there's so many distractions. And, like, well, yeah. right, even just mechanically getting the th- everything happening. Yeah. But yeah, the distractions for the kid. And so we did want to like approach these women. First of all, I couldn't ever. No. <laughs> excuse me, breastfeeding lady, whom I've never met before. <laughs> Let me, a male, explain to you where you could actually go. Um, but it would be so much more comfortable. Yes. And maybe, maybe look, maybe maybe they wouldn't care. I don't know. Well, and then even if you're just going in there to change your kid, it is so much better than the bathroom. The changing tables? Like, yeah, dude. I don't know about you, but Alice hated every changing table. They're awful. You were in the bathroom at Carthay with me when I was trying to yes. change her, and she was just screaming. <laughs> they probably heard I mean, her. I don't, I don't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I do I mean, remember a, an eagle screeching, though, and I, I don't know. I mean, she just hated it. I, it's probably cold. It's high up. I don't know what it is, well, but it's, she it's, hated it. It's hard because it. we yeah. change her on the couch or on the bed. It's true. Or on the floor that's carpeted. That's true. And so at these places, there it's this like com- comfy little bed. I yeah. mean, I mean, it's she. She was still a little uncomfortable because she's just like that when you're changing your diaper. But it was it was definitely better. And I would say I wouldn't necessarily like go there to change a diaper if I were on the other side of the park. Yeah, if it's you not were like Critter great. Country. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> right. not that great. But if I was walking by or if I was, excuse me, close by, I would definitely stop it. Where there. is it again? Um, the the actual uh, place I forget what it, what is it actually called. I think it's mother? like the child care center, child the care mother, center. Or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, um, it you is. You should probably know this. Uh, uh, yeah, right. it's right behind in Disneyland. It's right behind the uh, the corn dog truck. The the red. Oh, okay, like the, by the photo pass center. Yeah, yes, okay. right be, right right beyond the photo pass center. Okay. Um, at DCA, it is um by the Boudin Bakery. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So uh, the DCA one was also cool. It was um, literally it was cool. Uh, it did seem weird. It seemed like a like a like a eighties apartment in Miami. It was just kind of like a lot of weird peach pastels. It was very clinical. The chairs yeah. are not as comfortable there. It's still a nice place. It's it's definitely nicer to breastfeed in there it's than quiet. it is outside. Yep. And it's quiet. We fed the kid in there because it was easier than trying to feed her with all the distractions. Um, like fed her solid foods. Yeah. Um, but the the chairs in there are just you know your standard hospital chairs. Like they have hard hard um arm armrests yeah. not it's so it, it's definitely not as comfortable um the dis if you have the if 
if you're just wandering around and looking for one, go to the Disneyland one. But Which probably shouldn't shock anybody. Yeah. Even but, though this was built later. Yeah. <laughs> but what they did have, which I thought was cool, was like a basically like an electronic vending machine where if you're out of diapers, you can buy them or, or, or toys. Mm-hmm. They had a pacifier in a bottle. Yeah. You can buy right through the thing. It was really, I thought that was really cool. Like they really do go out of their way to make you guys feel, you guys being women, I don't know why, um, uh, you know, like you have a clean, safe space. Maybe yeah. that's too weird about it, but uh, I, I I really appreciated it. Well, and Dad, sure. you can totally go in there too. Yeah, like, I went into the to the DCA one just to see. You area. just you just can't go in the breastfeeding. And that's area. what they tell you. They're like, Dad, you can't go into the breastfeeding area. I'm like, first of all, why? Why would you want to? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but second of all, like, why? It's just weird. Like, I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, so I, I thought that was really cool, that was really, uh, and was that was a good experience that we never got, and and it was a, a pleasant one Definitely. as well because you do need a break, I think, and it is much more comfortable mm-hmm. without the the din and the noise yeah. and the, all the kind of stuff to like just. To, it's even good just to take a break, even if you don't need to go there or your oh, kid doesn't it. need to go there. It's just like, just it's a cool thing. It was great, or like it. if your kid needs to like if your kid falls asleep but they fall asleep heavy and they, you just need that quiet space to get them to sleep, like just to rock them to sleep. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I didn't even think about that. Mm, that's true. Uh, let's talk character and PhotoPass stuff real fast as well. Um, yeah. I think we did a lot of that on Thursday. Yeah, so we got whatever. the max passes. We did get, oh, so first of oh, all, yeah. <laughs> we got passports again. <laughs> you guys are stupid. Suckers. <laughs> after saying that we would never do it. But Taryn did the math, and if you go four and a half times... It was something like that. It's you're paying for, or it's paid for with the, with the deluxe. So we're like, okay, let's do that because we're going back for Taryn's birthday in January, and we're going back for Alice's birthday in yeah. Mar- March. Yes. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> like, why not? And then why not? What the hell? We'll get max passes because we of all the photos, right? Yeah. That's what we talked about on the last show. Take a bunch of photos. Wait, so you bought the all time max pass? Yeah, for the year. Yeah, uh, it's only seventy five bucks. Yeah, Times only two. dropping money like <laughs> yeah. making it rain, dude. We spent way too much on this trip. <laughs> yeah, that'll definitely happen. <laughs> um, but I think the first character that we saw that that we really cared about because Alice really somehow keys in on this character is Donald. Yeah, we have this little stupid rickety toy box <laughs> that has all the kid, all the, uh, the the kids, all the the characters, the Disney characters, Mickey Mouse, very prominent. And then there's Donald in the back somewhere, and she has always, like, touched Donald's fate. Like, she just keys in on Donald. So, like, since she was three months old. It was it's really so weird. weird. So we saw Donald, and we waited in line for Donald, and uh, it was a really awesome interaction because she just exploded with enjoyment and recognition. She, like, I didn't think she would really recognize the the, the person. But the character, the cast member in the suit, did such a good job with her. Like, kind of did the D- Donald Duck, like, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, which, Alice doesn't know the sound that Donald makes or whatever. Um, but, you know, we took a lot of good photos a- as a family and whatever. And then she, like, the character, like, took Alice's hands and basically were like, oh, she wants to stand up with the kid. So we got a really nice photo. And I got a video, too. But and they didn't have a... Photographer there, that so was I was taking was the weird. photos. Yeah. Unusual, it really is. I thought so too. But uh, there's a nice photo that's on our Instagram now uh, with Alice standing up, and just her face it's is like so super <laughs> lit up because she she really enjoyed it, and and the cast member went out of her way mm-hmm. to to make that happen and took a little extra time with the kid, 
and uh, it was just it was super adorable. And then we went to the uh, in front of the castle where they had a photo pass person and the cast members there did a really good job in setting us up with a couple of different photos. She, you know, he's like, uh, put, put her in the center of the star. And then, so every time you come, you can take that picture and kind of, and I'm like, that's awesome. That's really cool. Except there's a dude, like a 50 year old dude in the background with his hands way up in the air, taking a weird angled (laughs) selfie. Cause anybody over the age of 50 doesn't know how to take a selfie. And so it's like, it looks like he's crushing her head. But other than that, it's a cute picture. Um, I mean, I'm not, obviously not going to go too too much in it because they're just photos, right? But as first-time parents being there, it's definitely something you want to do. Uh, and everybody was super nice. Yes. And I feel like everybody is nicer if you have a kid than if you don't have a kid. I agree. I, I, also, felt, I felt like we got treated a little bit differently. Yeah, definitely. I think um, we also didn't have much experience with photos. Uh, Not really, no. And characters. I didn't have any real experience with characters. I, I took one photo with Eeyore one time because I had the Eeyore ears, and like that was my all-time favorite photo. Yeah, so that, that, was, it. that was cool. And um, Eeyore, Eeyore was chill. You know, what's I think do? Donald was the only one we actually sat and waited for, but... Yeah, well, because everybody else was like Mickey and Minnie in their Christmas clothes, and it's like, that's just, it, you know... And she doesn't know much. yet, so... No, she doesn't know. The only one she knows was Donald, so we were like, that's perfect. And not because we introduced her to Donald or any of the people. She just likes them. (laughs) She latched on by herself. And she has Mickey Mouse dolls that people have given her. She just doesn't care. She really likes Donald, and I think that's dope. Yeah. Um, Okay, let's talk about rides. Yeah, so... Real fast. uh, You know, we actually... I will say that we went on less Fantasyland rides than I had anticipated that we would go on. Well, we tried. Uh, obviously, Peter Pan was never going to happen. Snow White was down. Oh, my gosh. Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> you waited you for days. You had a bad... It was a whole thing. Not even start. Um, but what I realized after going... I think our first ride was the carousel. Yes. Which is cute, and that was cool, and, and it was a whole thing. But what I realized shortly thereafter is that I, I was thinking, I was overthinking it, which is weird. Um, <laughs> not, yeah, and I was thinking about what rides would she enjoy. She's eight months old. <laughs> right. She doesn't enjoy anything. No. She enjoys pooping herself. Or she enjoys everything. <laughs> right. She doesn't, but she doesn't, ha- it's, either, it's either she's smiling or she's like not. She's not enjoying it. Yeah. I think so. It. I needed to switch my focus and not worry so much about what she likes, but what she doesn't like, and to avoid what I think would be what something that would scare her. Otherwise, that's it. So it's not. You know. You know. What I'm saying like with a baby, it's not like oh, what will she enjoy? Because I. That's what I was saying on the last show. Like she's not even gonna like it. It's not that she likes it. It just makes sure she doesn't hate it. It makes sure she doesn't not like it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I think all babies are. Well, I shouldn't say all babies. Our baby. I felt confident enough to think that she was just going to be neutral. Yeah. So if she if she enjoys it, maybe she'll smile. If she hates it, we'll know. But for the most part, she and she just existed. And that's kind of what happened. Like some she looked around a lot when we were doing like Winnie the Pooh. She was like breaking her neck to look behind <laughs> to like follow the huffle lump or whatever, which by the way, I'm shocked that you cannot buy a stuffed Huffalump and Woozle <laughs> anywhere in Disneyland. Yeah. I, I would I think, can't say that I've ever tried. Well, I've never seen any. It's a good point. <laughs> but like some of those like deeper merch cuts, like that would be that would be dope. I think those would sell out. I think it would sell like crazy. Anyway, um so we went on uh Tiki Room, which I think she really liked. I, I think, think it, it kind of freaked her out a little long. bit. 
for I her. I remember yeah. Abby like like that. I have a picture of her visually. Like you can see that she's enjoying it. Nice. She was definitely registering what was going on. <laughs> Some of the like the, during the war chant when I knew it was going to get loud, I yeah. kind of covered her ears because I forgot our like headphones for her. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Um, we did Small World, which I think she really liked because in that way we did that on Saturday. So by the yeah. last, you saw. It. I missed it. it Open the day oh, we left. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The day after we left. Um. I think by then she was maybe used to stuff passing by, so it wasn't such a. Anyway, I think she liked that Casey Junior. Who knows? Yeah, could can't you can't tell. But she didn't hate it, and that's the thing. (laughs) Uh, Winnie the Pooh, Sleeping Beauty walkthrough. I don't think she liked that because it was too dark. Yeah, Uh, monorail of course, but uh, going on the monorail. You rode the monorail. Well, we took the monorail from the hotel. From the hotel. Oh, okay. Okay. I did not realize that you have to break down the break strollers. Down oh, stroller. Yeah. Dude, it's and really annoying. It's also not air conditioned. No, it's not. No. In uh, Disney World it is, though. But they also have doors falling off their monorail. <laughs> so. uh, we did Little Mermaid, and I think she liked Mermaid. She was she definitely really interested it. in that, looking around. We did Pirates. I wasn't sure how she was going to do, but on the drops, she actually like enjoyed the drops. Um, I thought it maybe would be a little too loud. Did she like the new redheaded pirate? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, dude, the the new redheaded pirate scene to me makes zero sense no, after, especially so after bad. seeing it, because it's like these people, the pirates, have looted this town. Why are they going to be buying eggs? Why are they going to be buying artwork? They, they they would be buying women. That makes sense, but eggs? No, come on. Yeah, no, I, it's, it's it made no really sense. dumb. It made no sense at all. Whatever. It's fine. By the way, speaking of that, I don't have it in the news because I just forgot about it to remember right now. Uh, I think we talked last time on the news about um, they're, they're tossing around a Pirates reboot without Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah. Now the rumors are that it's going to feature the redhead. Oh, and you know what? Newsflash. Never going to see it. Not going to purchase that. No. <laughs> never <laughs> going to care. Uh, we went on Haunted Mansion a couple times. Mm-hmm. She was not afraid of that. I thought she would be afraid of that. Because it, I mean, that hallway scene kind of gets loud and... Be afraid of the speed? I don't think she cared. No, I don't think she cared either because she didn't know what was going on. You know what I mean? And and, and that's also what kind of caught my attention as we progressed through the, the week there at the park is that... I know that that's a guy in a coffin. Right. She doesn't know what that she is. She doesn't know that that's a guy coming out of she the coffin because like, he's dead. She thinks it's peekaboo. Right. Or whatever, <laughs> exactly. right? She has no idea that the the people that you see down there that you can sort of see through are supposed to be ghosts. They're supposed to be dead. And that's what they're just, it's a thing that's moving to her. So it was totally fine. Yeah. Uh, we did Monsters, Inc. twice, mm-hmm. I think. She, she really liked liked that. that. She liked that. Uh, we did, oh, I did uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree <laughs> with, with Abby. Uh, Abby. I was so glad you went. We met up with Brittany, uh, who was on the last show, the Disney College Program um, she participant. Great. Oh, she was red. And she, she was like, hey, guys, do you guys want VIP treatment into Mater's? I'm like, no, but <laughs> I guess because how, you know, okay. And, and really, she should be in marketing because... If she just said, do you guys want to skip the line? I would be like, no. But tell me I'm a VIP. That plays right to my ego. So, yes, I'm a very important person. I want trumpets actually playing. when I, um, I enjoyed the ride. <laughs> I rode with Abby, and uh, I liked it. I thought I had a good time on it. Good. Maybe because we came from Carthay. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it was cool. And then, of course, we did it. the carousel. Um, yeah, Bev, what you're saying about the mansion. So, Bev tells us. That you have to ride Haunted Mansion because the, the speed is too fast. 
I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, he 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 looked at me like I was the <laughs> dumbest person in the world, and I was like, no, it's it's fast. It doesn't. It's not right. It's so much faster than it used to be. And she's right. It Thank is. Thank you. Because oh, I'm sorry. What? 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 I said it is. <laughs> no, no. Before that. I don't remember what I said. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rhymed with. She's right. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, she got a fright <laughs> from the thing. Um, yeah, because like it's, I mean, it's the holiday overlay, right? So when you go up and kind of the first gag, I guess, is the the zero, right, mm-hmm. floating through the thing. By the time that uh, the narrator gets to uh, a disappearing dog zero or whatever the line is, you're in the hallway. <laughs> so before he even explains what you're seeing. It's gone. It's yeah. past. And that's not how it used to be. That, no. They would say zero sure. and then you could see zero. Right. It was, so I don't know what the, the it was off, but, um, and it was kind of booking pretty fast, but I will say if you guys haven't seen photos or, 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 or you know, if you're going to go before the end of the year, obviously the uh, gingerbread house <laughs> in mansion this year, phenomenal. It's super legit. <laughs> every year we say, how are they going to top it? And yep. every year they top it. It's this it's big true. spider. Uh, all of gingerbread, edible gingerbread, of course, and then the the abdomen um, lights up of the spider. The abdomen of the spider lights up. It, it's, it's it's crazy, it's phenomenal. It's an amazing job. So good. That was really it. That's all we kind of did, and we were excuse me, we were tuckered. That was that was three tuckered. days in the park. Those what ten rides, yeah. but yeah, so tired. I did not expect to be so tired. Right. At I all. was beat up, dude. Super we we up. literally fell asleep before nine thirty. I think every, every single, night. single night, and one night I think it was even before eight thirty. <laughs> I was definitely asleep before you every single night. Yeah, and that never happened. No, <laughs> I was beat. I like man. didn't even know what to do. I watched an episode of Cheers on silent on my phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Doing bad lip reading. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> we, uh, what we alluded to earlier in, uh, about Carthay, Bev, is uh, the price of our ah. beloved Carthay Manhattan has gone up. It's now sixteen fifty. Yeah, for Actually, a Carthay Manhattan, and that is not worth buying more than five of. <laughs> no, it, it, I didn't even have one Manhattan. I had all the other drinks, though. <laughs> yeah, I I, I tried uh, some new ones, and I forget what they were. I had the, the holiday one that they sold me on when we went last time, and it was I like... I had a Brandy Alexander. <laughs> was it good? No. Oh, God. Oh. Um, but they did open a second level to the lounge, uh, to Carthay Lounge, yeah. but it's 21 and over. Boo. No kids, which I think is stupid. How dare you have a, a no kids a policy bar. for that's any not place? A lounge. In that would have been so cool before we had a kid. God, I, I, don't look at me. You're the one who convinced <laughs> me. No I'm kidding. Uh, but you know what I mean. I, I think it's a little cheesy. Yeah. To not have to, to have a 21 and over place in in DCA. I feel like that's not that's not cool. Um, beers so we, are ten bucks at Carl Strat. Like things are just pricey. everything was more expensive. I everything felt except the churro. Four seventy five. Yeah. Hmm. I thought that was normal. I thought it was four fifty. It was four fifty. Yeah. Was the price went up. Oh, there you go. I don't get a lot of churros. Um, new stuff at lands real fast. Uh, what we what we experienced without experiencing before the Incredicoaster. <clears throat> I did the Incredicoaster. We met oh, Kyle and Greg, um, and I got to go on the Incredicoaster, and it was cool. I think it felt faster and it felt neater because there was different music. The, the music kind of peppier, but I didn't. Supposedly, there's a story. I didn't understand it because you can't hear it. 
there's you cannot hear anything on that ride. Mm-hmm. It was cool to see um, some kind of practical, you know, figures and stuff. At the end, there's a big reveal. Uh, so they're using the space to have some sort of other entertainment. But it, I kind of liked the, the the vibe of like the 30s roller coaster. The wooden roller coaster thing. Yeah. And now, to me, it just seems kind of disjointed. It was cool. I think they did a good job. I don't think the story works because I, I didn't hear it. But uh, you know, it's it's still a great roller coaster. Um, what does Galaxy mean, Terry? Oh, I went on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, oh that's right. Barf. So, so we got because we had Magic Morning. Yeah. Because we stayed at Disneyland Hotel okay, and right. we got off uh, Monsters. And I'm like, well, let's just go this way. Galaxy was like a fi- like a walk on. It's like a yeah. five minute wait, and I'm like, just go, Taryn. She's like, should I had- like? Oh, you won't ride that ride. No, I don't. I don't, no, I don't, like I don't usually ride that ride either. Like it, that ride terrifies me. But I'm like, you gotta go. And I also don't like doing things by myself. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I I weighed my options really quickly, and then I ran into it, and I I went by well, myself. Well, I also threw rocks at you until you went in. So <laughs> well, and Fair I enough. I went yeah. by myself on a ride, which was yeah. which was big. So how was it? It. I really, really, really liked no. it. <laughs> oh my god! No. I, I actually, no, I actually <laughs> enjoy that ride now because it it felt more like a roller coaster than it okay. did just a dropping ride. Like I, re- I was not as scared at all. You were not as scared. As scared, oh, I said. I was not as scared. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was too scared. It was. Um, I got a good song. I didn't understand. What the do you mean st- a song? So there's there's a, I think four or five different songs from the playlist from his playlist uh, and I got okay. a good one I can't remember what it is but okay. it was it was the I think it's the one that he dances to in the first one like the the song the oh, main song uh, Redbone um, come and get your love yeah I think it was that one yeah but um so I got a good song God, how do I know that <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the storyline. Didn't get it. So like, that was my. That's my issue with it. I just I don't understand the story. Oh yeah. That whole like opening scene with the little guy with the arm and he steals the thing. I don't get yeah. it. I had no idea what was going Never on. Never cared. But the but I don't know. It was probably the song. The song just made the ride not scary. That's well. That's what I thought about the Incredicoaster. The song made it okay to be changed. Yeah. So I don't know. Song has a very uh, has a very important um, feature, I guess. In in your perception of the ride. Yeah. It's like I, a label really on a box of wine. Well, and I didn't spend any time in the queue, but uh, it looked really cool. Okay. You just zip through. I don't think you would have gotten all the... Because supposedly there's no. a bunch of references. I think we've oh, covered I, some of them I before. I did see the Matterhorn... Oh, the uh, old Yeti or whatever? Yeti. Mm. I did take a picture Herald, of that. I think it was one yeah, of them. I think I have a picture of that. But uh, yeah, cool. I, I honestly, I did not want to come off that ride having enjoyed it but i really enjoyed it like i was smiling when i came off and i was like i just want to ride by myself and i had a lot of fun wow (laughs) that's cool yeah i will say i liked the uh, gift shop because that's where alice and i hung out Uh, you can buy howard the duck plush dolls at the gift shop that's so cool so i bought a howard the duck plush doll because anytime you can buy a super horny duck doll like you know what i mean that's I mean, the guy travels in his wallet with an unwrapped condom. Like, the guy's salty. <laughs> That's perfect Disney merch. It's true. I don't know what to say. But was, they had a bunch of comics, and they had um, all sorts of stuff there. And they're playing buy. the good music throughout the whole thing? And they're playing the good music throughout the whole thing. So. Um, let's see. Uh, Aladdin's Oasis is gone, officially. Gone. We gone. took a photo. Gone. Um, which, honestly, 
opens up that whole space and it it works a lot better. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if they're going to build anything up, but it's like right by the tiki room. That whole entrance way is gone. It, it doesn't seem bigger. as crowded, right. even it's, with the fence. The even fence though is it's up. fenced in, it's weird. Like there's yes. there's actually less space, but it seems less crowded. Yes. Totally <clears throat> strange. Uh, the holidays just kicked off while we were there, uh, like our last day, and um, we happened to be walking around the Redwood Creek Trail. Yeah, no, and because uh, really we were leaving the park, and I forget what time of night it was, and uh, you know, in the in the big redwood trees, uh, they have like ornaments, right, Aww. like Christmas trees, and that was really cool. And then suddenly, like the lights dimmed, and they all kind of went out, and then something happened. I forget the the song that played or whatever, but yeah. it started snowing. Just randomly, like, like it they was... did, like they do in down in in on Main Street in Disneyland after the parade, after the fireworks, not the Aww. parade, the fireworks. It was like the best thing because we were leaving. It had just gotten dark, which means it was six o'clock, and we were getting, we were just going back to our hotel to put the kid to sleep. And I was, I was honestly a little disappointed because I really wanted to see the fireworks and the snow on Main Street, and then we just happened to. I don't even think they were doing this. fireworks that night because the Santa Ana winds were yeah. just brutal. Dude. Yeah, but it was really special and really Taren unexpected. Cried. I, I, cried. I teared up a little. Yeah. I, it was really unexpected. I totally would have too. <laughs> it was. It was unexpected. It was. It was rad. And 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 I don't know if they had ever done that there before. Maybe it was the first year. I hadn't heard about it. Um, but there why was no announcement you? or anything. It just. It just started. Like everybody kind of stopped and was like, oh. And it was it was for maybe twenty seconds. It wasn't long, no. but it was just really neat. <laughs> it was very cool. That's about it. Yeah, that's all I think. I kind of wanted to cover. Do um, Do you want to talk um, on this show about Indiana Jones or Secret Show? Oh, what a, re- refresh my memory. Abby, Abby, Indiana Abby. Oh, well, it you. That's your story to tell. <laughs> so it depends on how many swears you're going to use. I won't use any swears. Um, well, I don't know. Do you want to save it and do for some? A while, so. Yeah, you know what? Let's just we'll not do any news because we're almost two hours. Hmm. So, um, yeah, let me look through this real fast. <laughs> Hi, Trumpy. Yeah, just save it. Save it. Okay. Save it. Anything else, Taryn? Uh, no, except that Jeremy also reminded me that you see Chris Pratt all the time in that mm. ride, and that doesn't hurt. No, the that ride that at all. that certainly does help. <laughs> it would make me happier if I understood the storyline and why I was seeing Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, hmm. I never hated the ride. I always, I liked the ride, but I loved the cue of the other ride, and mm. I didn't think it needed more of a story. So that's why I'm kind of just like. I'm booing you a little. Yeah, that's fine. I just liked that I, I, it didn't terrify me. Like it was, it was actually fun. No, I appreciate I'm that. Glad that. Yeah, we're gonna do a couple I'm, of listeners. I'm glad that. What? That was cool. Zabrina. Yeah, Caught Zabrina. Sabrina in the park. Like really quickly. We, I meant to like. She was like running by. Have a ride, go on a ride with her. But yeah, yeah she was on. I think her bachelorette party, and she just happened to see us, so we said hi real fast. She saw the coveyers so on your hat, which oh. was on the the on the stroller, and oh. she, I think she screamed coveyers. <laughs> I love That's her. That's amazing. Yeah. It was really cool. So uh, I appreciate everybody for, uh, you know, and, and of course, Brittany hollered out to us and we had uh, yeah. a couple other people wanting to meet up, but it just, it didn't happen. So that's always nice. Um, let's do some Disney news and then we can leave, huh? <laughs> okay. What? Oh, I thought we weren't doing Disney news. No, I th- I th- we were. Okay. Why? Oh, because you, well, you said we, we've been over two hours, so we probably won't do it. I thought no, that's what I heard. No, no, we won't. We won't do whatever Bev wants to do. Yeah, yeah. 
My story's irrelevant. Got it. I mean, you know, do you want... Uh, God damn it. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? That was the offer I gave you. If you want to talk about it, talk about it. If you don't want to talk about it, then, then we'll save it. I was, first of all, <laughs> I was joking. Uh, now I don't want to do the news because you guys ruined my mojo. Why are you guys mojo ruiners today? Sorry. I had a dog named Mojo. He died. <laughs> March in the past, <laughs> present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the end of Disney oh, News. Oh, boy. You ever thought it would rather die than be petted by you one last time? <laughs> that's terrible. Bev, you're an online shopper. Get your cards ready, fam, because Black Friday is right around the corner. Uh, almost a week early, Disney has already started their Black Friday sales. What? Yeah. Black Friday, like that's the thing. Just as like the holidays get earlier and earlier, Christmas music starts. Black Friday now starts earlier. I've noticed that in a lot of places. It's, it starts in October. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, they have uh, festive and cozy pajama sets, Christmas ornaments, fleece blankets. The uh, big sale begins on November fourteenth, so it's it's already on right now. And then they're like uh, time gating the 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 remaining deals, so they're adding more and more all the time. More sales are set to drop today. Where is um, this? What website? Well, I imagine like shopdisney.com. They have like a luggage set with like little baby Pocahontas and princesses and stuff. Big floppy Eeyore slippers for 15 bucks. Uh, (laughs) Weird, ugly sweaters they have. Look at this like hoodie. It was like 20 bucks or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, check it out. If you're uh, into Black Friday stuff and you want some Disney stuff on the cheap, that's the way to go. And I actually did look, and uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that we almost bought. Yeah, that is now way cheaper, and I would have been real mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, can get Princess Barbie dolls for ten dollars. Oh, that's cheap. That's that's that, cheaper that's than Target. Cheap. Yeah, uh, one of Walt Disney's earliest films has been discovered in Japan. An anime historian, which, God, I love that this title, uh, had the cartoon for 70 years before he realized it was one of seven lost films. The two-minute short features Oswald, the lucky rabbit, a precursor, of course, to Mickey Mouse. Yasushi Watanabe, 84, bought the film from a toy wholesaler in Osaka when he was a teenager, paying only 500 yen, which is three pounds 45 at current exchange rate. So what is that, five bucks? Originally called Neck and Neck. The 16-millimeter cartoon was tagged with the name Mickey Manga Spied uh, and remained in Mr. Watanabe's personal collection for 70 years. The significance of the film only became apparent when he read the book Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, The Search for the Lost Disney Cartoons, written by Dave Bossert and published last year. He says, as I've been a Disney fan for many years, I'm happy that I was able to play a role, he told the Asahi Shimbun newspaper, which confirmed the Walt Disney archive that the cartoon was one of a handful of lost Oswald films. A total of 27 Oswald cartoons were made, um, but uh, you know there was an intellectual property dispute with Universal, blah, 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 and that's how Mickey came. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's kind of cool, man. I really, uh, I think that was neat. There was another one found in 2015 that we talked about as well. Um, Wouldn't you love to just go through your stuff and find something like oh that? Oh my god! Like oh, dude! Suddenly you're a millionaire, <laughs> right? Um, I put this on our our Facebook page. I thought it was really interesting. Automated cameras are going to start replacing some Disney Photo Pass photographers in Disney World. Yeah, so I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Taking American jobs. 
I don't know if they're American, but uh, yeah, I, I I think it's really what it's going to do is, and someone put it very succinctly on the Facebook page, I'm paying for more interaction, not less at Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, and, True. and a little, um, an electronic, what, what is it called? I'm broken. The camera thing? Camera. Okay. The, the camera, <laughs> yeah. not camera person. They're not going to put Alice in a cute little, you know, pose. Right. Right. That's exactly. E- yes. Yes. hundred percent. It's true. I thought it was dumb. It's dumb. Uh, all right. That's it. That's all the news I got, dude. The stro- this suitcase is only 54 bucks. <laughs> 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 kind of want it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pretty cute. It's um, totally cute. Pretty cute thing, huh? All right, everybody, we're going to take off here. Thank you a lot to Jeremy from Spectro Radio for coming in and talking about Country Bear Jamboree uh, thing. Um, thank you for listening to the show. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash ears up. Uh, subscribe for two bucks if you want, or if you want the secret show, that's five bucks. Uh, do we have a recording date for the next show? Yes, the 28th. I have, okay. actually have my calendar open. I have 29. No, okay, the 29th. All right, perfect. So you live listeners, there you go, 29th. We'll see you back here. Um, and then uh, if you want to check out the secret show, subscribe, five bucks. We do that live as well, in case you guys didn't know that. Uh, I'm going to be making the drink. It's going to be hot buttered rum. Hell yeah. Because I made some hot buttered rum batter, and I was like, secret show drink. It's already done. And Spoiler I can tell alert. My- it good. It yeah. sounds good. And it's- I can tell my story with swears. That's right. You'll need a lot of swears. All right, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in, and until next time, we'll see you in the parks.